let us tell you a story. A story that will challenge, inspire, and change the way you see the world. We're your hosts. I'm Danny Goulden. And I'm Kyle Brown. And this is Sacred Sit-Downs. A conversational podcast that explores how the Spirit of God moves within this world through the power of story. In today's episode, we will sit down with a member or friend of Geist Christian Church as they share their dynamic, faith-filled story. We hope that you will be enlightened and inspired by the words shared today as we gain deeper understanding of ourselves and the world around us. This is Sacred Sit-Downs. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Danny, happy Thanksgiving. Kyle, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you for uh, joining us today. It's been a great uh, incredible ride since we began Sacred Sit-Downs, and we are actually sitting at the place where we recorded the very first episode of this podcast. And one of the things I'm grateful for is that we continue to get to do this. It's 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 a, it's a wild ride. It's been great to hear everyone's stories. Uh, it is good to bring back uh, Sarah Renfro, uh, who was our first uh, story, uh, first Sacred Sit-Down that we had. Uh, Sarah is a, a poet and a pastor, a parent, uh, and a partner. Uh, I happen to be lucky enough to be married to her. Um, and she also serves at uh, uh, the Pension Fund. Uh, her title is Assistant Vice President of Client Relations with Pension Fund of the Christian Church. Did I get that right? You did. Oh, I didn't even add the the. <laughs> it is so good to have you with us. Uh, thanks for being on Sacred Sit-Downs with us today. Thanks for inviting me back. I love being with y'all. Sarah was our very first guest and now is, um, yeah, so that's good that you joined us because you kind of knew what you were getting into. So thank you for that. Yeah, this isn't as nearly as stressful as it was the first time. Yeah, you were a little red the last time we gathered around this table uh, as the longer we went because you didn't know what we were going to ask. No, you gave me a list of questions, which I had prepared for, and then you totally went off script. You, you remember what the first question was, right? Do you remember oh, it? Gosh, it was something really deep and heavy. It was very heavy. I said, you're a, a writer, a poet. You write beautiful prayers. And I asked, where do you get the inspiration or who has helped you craft those prayers? Because uh, your ability to sit and to take on the world's um, worry and anxiety and all the things, uh, both joys and and concerns, and to craft such a, a beautiful prayer is one of the things that uh, is is a superpower of yours. And so I asked where you where you were inspired, how did you get the inspiration or gift who, who taught you how to do that? Well, thank goodness it all comes from God. Um, it, it's uh, just, uh, I'm a vessel that uh, I get to use that gift. And uh, I, if you're going to be in church on Sunday after Thanksgiving, you too can hear another one of Sarah's prayers. That's right. At Promise Road, right? That's right. Did you know, uh, so we're going to start talking about Thanksgiving. I read today, I looked this up, I actually did research for today's podcast, that on Thursday, 46 million turkeys will be consumed in the United States. It's a lot of turkeys. That is a lot of turkeys. It makes me wonder how many turkeys live in the United States if we're if we're eating 46 million of them on Thursday. And I know not every obviously we have vegetarians and not everybody eats turkey, but I feel like that's a lot of turkeys. That's a lot of turkey. Yeah. Probably not as many toe turkeys being consumed. Do you like the the tofurkey? No, I don't go tofurkey, but um, Sarah is a vegetarian, by the way. Yes, yes. I am. Um, but I love sides. Ooh, give me all the sides. What's your favorite side? Garlic mashed potatoes. That's a solid. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. good response. Yeah. I just like them all so very much. 
they all mix together corn pudding. Yeah, so you're you're pudding. not a person who uh, on the plate has to have everything uh, neatly divided. Food doesn't touch. Like for you, it's just throw it all on yeah, there. Throw and go it for all it. on there. I like it. Sarah, do you do you substitute out a main dish, or you just go all sides? I would go all sides. But often when I arrive at um, my in-law's house, uh, Sharon, cook extraordinaire, will prepare a protein for me and my mom. Yes. I like how you dropped the um, the G from pudding. It was yeah. just corn pudding. That was great. That was music to my ears. Well, that's the way it's said. You know, we're Southern folks here. We all are, actually. It's true. At this table. That's the way God intended for it to be, pudding. Bread pudding, corn pudding, really anything before pudding is. <laughs> it's very true. It's you so call anything actually, pudding. It is so, going to be good. So you two, you, so what is your Thanksgiving day like? I mean, you have two families. What's your, you know, you'll go south to Kentucky. And so what's your like Thanksgiving routine like? Well, for the past couple of years, we have participated in a turkey trot. We're going to run a 5K before we get our day started. Um, and then we'll come back and watch some Macy's Day Parade, Thanksgiving Day Parade. And we get to watch uh, Fisher's marching band live on TV. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. High School, yeah. Big shout out yeah, yeah. to them this year making the parade route. That's we awesome. Have, we have some church folks um, that are, are marching. That's It's going to be so cool. It's always, it, it, it makes it special when you actually know someone because you're, you all did this a couple we of did, years ago. We it did last this year? last year. Yeah. So we spent uh, Thanksgiving in New York City. Uh, Bella, my daughter, marched in the parade. And um, it's so cool. I mean, you watch it on TV and it really doesn't even capture just the magnitude of um, the amount of people there, <clears throat> the pageantry, all that. In fact, we had a uh, family next to us from Queens uh, where we were standing. They have been to the parade, some iteration of that family, for 50 straight years. Wow. And so they come, they tailgate, they, they passed out food to everyone. We ate some cookies they had. Um, they cheer for the balloons. Like, they, you know, they'll chant Bluey, Bluey, Bluey when Bluey comes by. And so they ask us, they're like, where are your, you know, where are your kids from? We're like Carmel High School. They're like, so when the band came by, they were chanting Carmel. I mean, it was just really fun. It's just a great way to spend Thanksgiving morning. And I'm excited for our Fishers kids. I mean, to get in a march in that parade. Um, you know, probably the world's uh, most prestigious parade is, is awesome. And for the parents who get to go and watch. So what time do you have to get up to get there? Like, when do you need to be in the seat? Uh, last year, we left our hotel at 530 in the Ooh. morning and walked um, up until uh, where we got to our spot where, where several of us were going to be at 6 a.m. Um, the parade starts at 9 a.m., if I remember correctly. So, But what's neat about it is the New York City police are interacting with people. Um, they come through, actually, before. The, this might be interesting to only me, but they move all the streetlights back for, like, the balloons and all that. Really? So they come through about 7 a.m. and start moving all the streetlights and all the things on the poles off. I didn't even know you could do that. No, that hadn't even occurred to me. Never. There's so much going on in that three-hour period. It's it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. But the band has to get up at, what, 3 a.m.? Yeah, they had to be at Central Park. Uh, they have, like, a dress rehearsal at, like, 3.30 in the morning. Um, they said that, like, Jimmy Fallon's float was in front of them. Uh, Jimmy Fallon did not come to the 3.30 dress rehearsal. Um, but yeah, and then they had to line up, I think, around 4.30. And what time do they end that day? Because I know when it's done, it's not like they just, you know, 
It ends, well, so Macy's, where you see on TV, is actually the end of the parade. Okay. And so that's where the parade ends. All right. I always thought that was in like the middle of the parade. I did too. But that's the very end of it. That's a lot. And I think they said the parade route's something like four miles, but you walk for two. It starts way up back by Central Park. That was a good New York day. That's a full day. A question for you all. We usually eat around uh, one or two, uh, depending uh, kind of, I think this year we're at two o'clock. My guess is there's some debate. Do you eat lunch or is it dinner or supper or, or whatever? Like, when do you all eat? Because we're around two. What time do you guys eat Thanksgiving? Yeah, growing up, that's when we ate. We would go to my grandmother's like one or two when my parents got divorced. So now we have two. Like, we'll do this year, my mom's side on uh, Wednesday night, my dad's side on Thursday. We eat at like four or five in the okay. afternoon, somewhere around there. But it all still feels weird. I mean, I'm used to, you know, how you grew up. And so when I think of Thanksgiving dinner, I tend to think of lunchtime, late lunch. That way you can snack on it the rest of the day. Well, That's yeah, and I mean. you have a sandwich at night, oh. leftovers, yeah. Yeah, growing up, I would have a turkey sandwich with some mayo. Mm. So Gosh, good. that's so good. Now, do you put dressing or stuffing on your sandwich with the turkey? I mean, it's a lot of bread, but. Well, yeah. There, is there day, ever. Why not? Well, and is there such thing as too much bread? Well, you asked me what my favorite side was. I should have said stuffing, which it's, is really dressing. Dressing, because, yeah. Because I, I don't. We use, we never stuffed the bread or stuffed the turkey. Yeah, we don't. We we do uh, like uh, dressing croquettes almost. They're that we so you get a nice crisp all the way around. That's the way my mom's always done it. It's really instead of one big casserole dish, they're a little. They were very nice. You brought them to our. We had a staff's giving, and um, I really like the dressing croquettes. I'm a big fan. They, they, I, I, she's always done it that way. It's pretty good, pretty easy. And then we watch football. That's what we do. Always the Lions and the Cowboys. The only bad thing about it is I feel like the Cowboys are on a ton. I'd love to not see the Cowboys one Thanksgiving. I mean, I know that's like a tradition. Right. But, and it gives like Texas, you know, they're like, oh, the Cowboys. But I don't know. That's just my feeling. So who would you rather see play? Like if you could pick two teams this year to play on Thanksgiving Day, what would those two teams be? Well, you know what would be awesome? I mean, uh, the, the Monday night game this week, Eagles Chiefs. Think about that. Thanksgiving afternoon, settle in. That'd have been a good one. A little Super Bowl rematch. A little Kelsey, a little Taylor. Could you imagine that though? Thanksgiving night, the parents of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey meet for the first time. That could be the halftime entertainment, like on the field. I think it's just delightful the that Taylor is getting young folks, um, particularly young girls, into watching football. And um, it just makes it more fun, I think. It is. So, you know, we talked about food last time. Uh, Sarah, you've highlighted some of your dishes that you enjoy, mostly sides. Do you, Danny, have a dish that you enjoy? Yeah. Dr- I mean, I love dressing. Okay. Um, on my mom's side, we still make my uh, grandmother's dressing, which I'm sure um, she's she's been gone now for a while, but our, her dressing recipe stays. That's awesome. Um, what a way to remember. And yeah, to- yeah, yeah. So we always get to talk about nanny and, um, and all of that good stuff on that. And then my, my stepmom makes really, I know this is going to, she makes a really good Mac and cheese. Mm. Um, and so we love that. And then on that side too, we also, um, have kind of like a sweet potato casserole, type of thing. And normally I would not, you know, like in a random day in March, I wouldn't want sweet potato casserole, but for some reason on Thanksgiving, it's just delicious. Got to have it. So those are probably the, the things that, that resonate for me. What about you? 
Well, you know, last year we talked about a few dishes that we have around our table. Uh, they're more in the salad department, uh, loosely called salads. Uh, in the South, just so you know, any really many things are called salads that are not. That's true. Any way remotely salads. So it's, you know, it's on your salad plate, if you will. Uh, <laughs> That's what makes it different. You can't fit it on your big plate. And, you know, last year we talked about, uh, we have a dish that my uh, grandmother made that was... Uh, Bananas, peanuts, and a little mayo. The other dish that we talked about last year is uh, cottage cheese salad. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I wanted you, because I I believe you uh, put your nose up at this uh, salad, if you will. And so last night, uh, I went to the store and I picked up the ingredients to make you cottage cheese salad so that you could try it today. To see what you think. Now, you were serious about this because I'm looking at your thumb. Tell me what happened to your thumb. That's a great question. So uh, in the cottage cheese is cucumber and onion, and you have to grate it. And uh, my hand, or should I say my thumb, slipped off uh, the grater uh, and caught the blades. And uh, I took a nice chunk out of my thumb. It's all good. I wrapped it up, put a Band-Aid on it, and then put a glove, so it's it's all good. But in it is uh, a little cottage cheese, a little cream cheese, uh, grated cucumber, and onion. Uh, and I have it in front of you for you to try well, today you. to see what you think. Do you I'm, like cottage cheese? No, I'm middle of the road on it. I mean, I, I don't um, No, I wouldn't think to eat it, <laughs> but if you forced me to, it's okay. Okay. But it wouldn't be something I would ever like consider eating on my own. Well, uh, today is the day. All right. Now, and, if I had a pickled egg to go with it, I just didn't have a time, enough well that, time to pickle eggs. That way. And well, yeah, I want to ask Sarah, Sarah, um, how do you feel about the cottage cheese salad? Well, I married into cottage cheese salad and the banana, banana nut mayo concoction. It's so good. And it has really grown on me. I like cottage cheese in general, uh, especially with like a, a, farm fresh tomato, you know, like a ripe tomato, but, um, this is, it's good. Um, I like, I like all the ingredients, but it is something that you may have to, may have to grow. It may have to grow on you. Are you saying it's an acquired taste, Mm. especially if you don't like cottage cheese? Now, well, here's the thing. So when you're having Thanksgiving with Kyle's family, this, will you eat cottage cheese salad? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you will. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know what it was when I first arrived into the Brown family. Cause it really just looks like cottage cheese, but it's got more stuff in it. I mean, it's, you know, I got you. It's like elevated cottage cheese. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're trying to push No, I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to, can I smell it? Uh, sure. You can do whatever okay. you want. I mean, nobody listening can. Well, I have a refined palate. So oh. I like to get the nose of it first. <laughs> All right. Get your nose on it. There you go. There we go. There you All go. Right. There you go. All right, that's not bad. It's 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 really not. It makes. I'm going to be honest. It it um, better than cottage cheese. The cottage cheese. I know. Could you use it as a dip? I mean, I dipping, guess you could. Well, we dipped um, potato chips in it today. Is that what we were dipping potato chips in earlier? Is this? Yeah. I you just no didn't know idea. it. I know. I, I was French onion dip. Now here's the thing. It, With my refined palate. Yeah, you you do have a refined palate now. I forgot because I, I, usually I'll do some everything bagel seasoning on the top for a little Ooh, garnish. I, I, I didn't that. do that, but are you going to put the recipe for this in the show notes? I mean, I, I'm sure I can. This is not re- bad. It, 
It's not. It thickens up the cottage cheese. It does. I might have one more. I will say, it, I will say the more you eat of it. Yeah. You, can't, you shouldn't have too much of this, I think, is I, I don't know why. It's a salad. You just want a little bit. You no, know. it's a nice, it's, it's not bad though. And really. I have, I, you know what? I have some I'll send home with you today that you like it so much. That's great. Well, I'm leaving town. I mean, no, no. I see no. what you're saying. <laughs> you know what? You're a team player. I appreciate it. I just, I it's remember, not bad. I remember us talking about it last year and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some so he can uh, at least try it. Now, it, like I said, a pickled egg to go with it would have been. No, I could see a pickle. It's better than the banana mayo thing. You haven't had it. Well, next, well, now I'm I know also, what, I'm allergic to bananas. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. You well, then want, I guess I can't try that then. I, mm. Is it very banana forward? Now, what's your um, cranberry situation? Do you do Ooh. the can fresh? My mom makes a delicious casserole. She does. I think we've used can most of my life. I honestly did not use cranberry until like two years ago. And then I got some on a whim and now I enjoy it. But I think it's canned. But does it doesn't have the ridges? Like it comes out, you know? Like no, the- it comes out in like the circle, the circle thing, which leads me to think it's canned. See, my favorite is when people pull it out of the can and just slice it. You can tell that all they did was just shake it out of the can and oh, put it there yeah, and slice it. Yeah. I, I just, I love it. I think. <laughs> but to be honest, and this might be a chicken or egg thing, I don't think it's ever been real popular in my family, like on either side. And so I think that's why we've used the can. Maybe if we didn't use the can, it would be more popular. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. Both both my my parents are all now going to yell at me because I'm outing our cranberry usage. But well, no, I don't think there's anything wrong. No shame. So your mom makes a casserole. Do you put it on the turkey and all that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but usually when we have Thanksgiving at Sharon's house, we don't need to bring anything. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's very much a. How does Sharon do the cranberry? Does she put some in the cottage cheese salad, or what's the? No, I think to Sarah's point, she just makes everything. So, so you, you just, just show up and eat. We show up and look good. Oh, that's I mean, I, I really we do. It it is a lot of work for her. She she does. I mean, it's a lot. She started probably a week and a half ago with with the meal prep of of everything. But it it requires very little on us other than to show up. But what I've discovered is that for folks like for your mom. It is a gift that she is able to offer back to her loved ones. Absolutely. Like she would probably feel weird if you guys did all, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's something, it's just one of those family traditions and it's a way of her offering something back to you all. And she's very good at it. I mean, and, it I, is. Don't, and I don't want to leave Bob out because he is washing all the dishes. He's a pretty good dishwasher. And there's a lot of dishes. And actually this brings up a really good question. My dad is one, is a great dishwasher but has to clean the plate before he puts it into the dishwasher to be cleaned. Are you a, a clean the dish before you put it in, or you just throw it food and all just in the dishwasher and pray am, it all gets clean? I am personally a throw it all in the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, Mary Michael is a very avid clean the dish thoroughly before you put it in the dish, which you, is almost it's clean before it even goes and, in. And so she has converted me. Okay. Because I don't really have a choice. That's, I mean, that's, she is, she is adamant about that. That's and, good. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I mean, you know, relationships are to help us grow. Absolutely. Yeah. So it is Thanksgiving. Uh, what are you thankful for? I, I am personally, I find myself, um, you know, they talk about raising kids, right? And you think about the the days being long, the years short. And as my kids now, um, 
get to be in the 10th grade and in the seventh grade and really kind of, you can really start to see the humans they are becoming or, and, and are, um, I'm really thankful for them that they've both kind of found their groove that they both found, found their things. Um, they've kind of found their, their groups of people. Um, you know, Ava's actually gotten really involved in youth group this year, which has been great. And so it's fun to see, uh, that group forming. And so I'm just very thankful for all those avenues, um, they have where they can form relationships and kind of just discover more and more who God has created them to be and thankful for safe spaces. You know, I'm thankful actually this year getting to go back to Atlanta, getting to go home for Thanksgiving. We didn't do that last year because of the Macy's parade and, and spending this time in New York was great, but it'll be really good to be with extended family and, and that sort of thing. So I'm grateful for that opportunity this year. So Kyle, what are you thankful for? You know, one of the things that I've noticed this year is our daughter has a really good friend group. When you say our daughter, you mean you and Sarah, not you and I. Yeah, Miriam. She really does have a great friend group at church and at school, and she likes to include both of those uh, groups together in certain ways. And, you know, they care well for one another. Um, I I really just have enjoyed the way uh, she's gone about choosing her friends. She's done, you know, it's, there's no cattiness yet. And I know that could come. She's in junior high. It's a tough couple of years, but um, she's just got great friends. And I, I think the other thing that um, I enjoy are those moments when she says, Hey dad, let's watch uh, a show together and just sitting on the couch and watching a show together that we both enjoy um, kind of that moment of, of stillness and being together Uh I, I love it. I am totally thankful for any time that she does that because she's always busy and always on the go and wants to spend time with friends. And so when she chooses her dad to sit on a couch together, I, I, I love it. I give thanks for it. What about you, Sarah? I give thanks for our daughter as well. But um, I today am thankful for folks I meet when I am on the road. I have a habit of meeting folks. Uh, like yesterday, I was in an airport for, I was at DFW for four hours, and I um, was sitting watching the Cowboys play football on TV and met um, the person who sat next to me, and we just chatted, and I learned where he's from, and he lives now in Lexington, which is my hometown, and we shared stories, and there was vulnerability in that, and um, I'm a really grateful for those, um, those the, the strangers that I meet um, that, become, that become more than, than strangers, but a, a child of God in my eyes. It is a gift of yours to meet people on the road. And I love in the evenings when you call, it's like, well, I met somebody today and it's not just a little bit about them. You, it's, it's like you could tell their entire life story, uh, after sitting with them and having a conversation, it is truly a spiritual gift of yours to, to do and and to live into and to embrace. It's just amazing. You're a very good, you're very good at engendering conversation from others because you're a very good listener, I think. And that's, so people are willing to share. Well, yesterday, Brad, the uh, gentleman I met um, watching football, he was really grateful that I didn't um, have my AirPods in, and that was an invitation to him to to say hi. And uh, he offered me some of his calamari. That's awesome. That is very good. Well, that's a good point. I mean, usually in an airport, most people kind of have their heads down, AirPods in, really not paying attention when you know, really 
you see people in an airport from all walks. I mean, there's so many stories to be discovered from people in an airport, really. Absolutely. So we started at the beginning introducing you. And one of the things that we said is uh, you are a poet. You, you write poetry. Uh, you tell stories through poems. Uh, do you have one you'd like to end our time together with today? Sure. I uh, wrote this on November 15th of last year about strangers I meet. Okay. I like to belly up to bars at local establishments or airports, as it were. Not necessarily for the drinks, but for the locals and travelers. I overhear stories, answer questions when asked, and sometimes, some wonderful times, I have the privilege of hearing one's life experience and sharing my own, eliminating boundaries, expanding horizons, hope, and grace. To listen to one's life as a gift, to behold and hold sacred, to be witness to vulnerability as a blessing and a responsibility, an act of mutuality and trust, a breaking of walls, hearts, and bread, lives split wide open, onto those with ears to hear and hearts to heal. Thanks be. Sarah, thank you for sharing that poem with us today. Thanks for being with us on this podcast today. Well, thanks for inviting me. It's always so so good to be with you. Danny, happy Thanksgiving. Kyle, Sarah, happy Thanksgiving. Hope everyone has a great, great time and a great day. This has been another episode of Sacred Sit-Downs. We hope you will join us next time as we explore the power of story. We can be found on all major platforms, so be sure to subscribe. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time. This is Sacred Sit-Downs.